If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together. We work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check in. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on WBC-TV. Often imitated, but <clears throat> never duplicated. 37 make that 38-plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever-so-modest host. When I say modest, I say with a capital M. Straight up, I'm also an award-winning writer and a four-time Golden Glove champion, so supposedly I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? The average fan always knows more. So I give you the toll-free phone line here at the top of each hour. I give you the opportunity to chime in if you'd like. The number, one 800 878 7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. That number, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. Well, guess what? An upset occurred across the pond. 70,000 people showed up to see Anthony Joshua get licked. A 3-to-1 favorite, of course. A 3-to-1 favor of a former Cruiserweight champion, Olek Usek. Usek came in like 25-0, left at 26-0. It was boxing 101 for 12 rounds. Usek's fate was never really in jeopardy. I mean, he wasn't on the verge of being knocked out, nothing like that. A 12-round boxing contest, no doubt about that. But the southpaw from the Ukraine, he looked good. We'll talk about that and more. Larry Merchant will be here today. Um, we'll spend some time with Kenny Rainford. And in hour number two, we'll bring in the WBC 130-pound champion, the linear world champion, Oscar Valdez, today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
afford gas for that big SUV. I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for a 25 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code CAR. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code CAR. That's C-A-R. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Oh, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com find. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Check out the WBC website, the WBC's interactive website. Of course, we're talking about WBCboxing.com. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Straight up, big heavyweight upset across the pond, of course. Wow. You got, you know, when you outsmart yourself, when you think you're outsmarting everybody else, you end up outsmarting yourself. I'm talking about. Anthony Joshua, maybe Barry Hearn, his promoter as well. Check this out. Joshua had one fight left on his uh, Sky Sports contract. 
So he wanted to fulfill this contract uh, and then move on to zone maybe and sign for some more money. Obviously, some more money. He would go with zone and then fight Tyson Fury in a big mega match, okay? So he scheduled this fight with Oleg Usek, the number one ranked WBO contender. No doubt about it. Usek, 25-0, and 0, uh, won the World's uh, Boxing Series. I mean, he's a former Cruiserweight champion, undefeated, never tasted a loss, two-time World Amateur Champion. I mean, he's the real deal, no doubt about that. And plus, he looks like Charles Manson with boxing gloves. Okay, so he's a monster, but size we thought would prevail, and size didn't prevail yesterday. Actually, it was speed and good old boxing 101. I think the scores were something like 117, 112, 116, 112. That's, uh, man, that's, a, that's a one-sided fight. Eight to four in rounds, 116, 112. 115, 113 was the closest score, and that was uh, seven to five in rounds. Uh, Joshua drops to 24 and two with 22 whacks. Um, the guy from the Ukraine is now 19 and zip, I guess, with, I actually don't count, count those World Series boxing fights he had, but 19-0 now with 13 whacks. Um, an impressive performance. I didn't see Joshua winning too many rounds at all. I just didn't see him winning too many rounds. I mean, he tried to impose his will, but he didn't try hard enough. He's not hungry enough. He's not ghetto enough. He's not mean enough. He's like a golly gee whiz type of black guy. God, I hate to say it like that, but that's just the way, I mean, 2012 Olympic gold medalist, a latecomer to boxing, another guy when he came to the pinnacle of boxing, to the pinnacle, okay, he flopped. And why do I say that? Because, you know, he flopped against Andy Ruiz. I mean, Andy Ruiz should have been an easy night for him. He should have been able to box a fat guy for 12 rounds with no problem, okay, like he did the second time around. And then last night he suffers a loss to Oleg Usek, a guy that was probably not supposed to beat him. But, you know, Usyk being a left-hander and employing basic boxing skills, fainting, moving, moving, fighting shoulders, using faint right jabs, left crosses. He was doing it all. I mean, he fainted Joshua out of his pants. And Joshua kept going for it and kept going for it. And except with the exception of maybe one time where I thought he rattled Usyk, it was all Usyk as far as I was concerned in this fight. Um, it was a one-sided fight. I mean, a one-sided fight. The scorecards were not indicative as as uh, one side of the fight was. It just wasn't. I mean, because they were trying to give everybody, I think was trying to give Anthony Joshua the benefit of the doubt because you're watching something, these judges are watching something, and they've been preconceived to, to believe it's going to go down this way and it's going down the other way. So they can't go all the way to the extremes like they should with those scores. I think those scores could have been a little higher than they were. But at the end of the night, the right guy won. And now, of course, he's either going to fight Joshua in a rematch. But why would Joshua want to fight him in a rematch? You know, Hector and I were talking about this and why would, why would Joshua want to fight him in a rematch after getting schooled the way he did? I mean, the best move for Joshua right now, and he's a money grabber. That's all he can do now is make money. He's not a real guy as far as the heavyweight crown's concerned. I think he was exposed to an extent in the Andy Ruiz fight. And then, of course, last night, definitely exposed. But, you know, he, uh, he has a rematch clause, so he can take the rematch if he wants. Or, or, or he can sit this one out and let the winner of the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight that the, of course, that's going to take place next month. But the winner of that fight will wait for the winner of that fight instead of going the rematch with Joshua. Because if he goes to the Joshua and Usyk go again, there's, 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 there's nothing that would tell me that the fight would be any different, if not more one-sided, because the guy would have more confidence and he'd jump on Joshua a little bit more. Joshua is a toothless tiger. And why do I say that? Because he looked good against fighting guys like Scott Cuddy and Pedro Fernandez and a whole lot of B guys, okay? When he stepped up to the A game, I mean, he couldn't handle Andy Ruiz, a big, fat guy in Andy Ruiz. I mean, he beat him in the rematch, but, you know, Andy beat himself in the rematch by not training, showing up for training camp at 317 pounds. Of course, he came in the 
the ring at 283. Now he's down somewhere around the 240s. I don't know if the lighter weight is going to do him any good, but he's got Eddie Reynoso, of course. Team Canelo Alvarez is back in Andy Ruiz as I speak. So it looks like Joshua's headed for the... Uh, you know, you can't keep rebuilding something. And he was, as I said, a latecomer, a late bloomer to boxing, much like the uh, 2008 Olympic uh, bronze medals. I'm talking about Deontay Wilder, the aforementioned Deontay Wilder. Both these guys weren't born boxing. They didn't bring, boxing wasn't part of their, their upcoming, okay? In other words, they sort of got turned on to boxing late in their teens. And when that happens, sometimes you just don't have the pedigree. The pedigree is not, just not there. In other words, yesterday, it was all about size. Size? No, no, no. Size should have prevailed, but size didn't prevail. The boxing pedigree prevailed. The Southpaw boxing pedigree of Oleg Usyk. So you got to give him all kinds of props. Does he give Tyson Fury a bad time? Probably. Tyson Fury, of course, he takes care of uh, Deontay Wilder in this October rematch, or the third fight. Of course, the first fight went down. It was a draw. That was a bit of a ripoff. Tyson Fury did get knocked down in two of those 12 rounds, but I thought he won the majority of the other rounds without a doubt. And then, of course, in the second fight, Tyson Fury puts a rout on Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder says it was the volumes. It was uh, Mark Breland put muscle tranquilizers in his in his water. The gloves were bad. His legs were hurting. The mask he went to the ring with weighed too much, the whole nine yards. So somehow he got through, through binding arbitration. They had some binding arbitrator uh, rule that Deontay Wilder gets a third fight with Tyson Fury. In the meantime, Oleg Usyk steps up and takes out Anthony Joshua. Therefore, the big payday that those guys are dreaming about, that's gone. Speaking of big paydays, when I bring in Larry Merchant in a couple of minutes, that's what we'll talk about. The heavyweight paydays that got away. Tyson and... Uh Tyson and Holyfield was a big money payday, but Tyson never fought Lennox Lewis. I mean, Lennox Lewis never fought Riddick Bowe. That was supposed to go down. All these guys have got personality issues. They don't want to give up an extra nickel. They don't want to give an extra dime. Listen, they've got the opportunity to make big, big money. Some of these lightweights as well, 135 pounds, 147 pounds. They're all like Stalin looking like watching from afar. Like, you know, no, no, you got to get involved. Tiafimo Lopez, of course, the world lightweight champion, going to take on George Cambosis, the number one ranked IBF contender in a couple of weeks. That's going to go down, I believe, on a Monday night in October um, on pay-per-view. But, you know, he's a real deal at 135. Now he says he wants to move straight to 140. Why does he want to move to 140? Maybe it's Javante Davis being at 140. But then again, Javante Davis took that easy fight or what he thought was an easy fight at 140 so he can move away from the the nemesis or, or all the, the, the peril he was going to fall into at 135. He wasn't going to make 130 anymore. Of course, he said he felt good at 130 pounds. But Javante Davis is a ticking time bomb. So what I'm trying to tell and he just is. He's a street kid. He gets in trouble. I mean, he just he gets in trouble, and you know, just, that's just the way it is. And I don't think that Floyd Mayweather can babysit him enough. So you've got to get him in some fights. He doesn't have a fight schedule right now. Ryan Garcia is talking about coming back at the end of the year. Of course, Ryan Garcia at one point in time the WBC lightweight champion with an asterisk next to it because there was a couple WBC lightweight champions. Of course, Mauricio will probably come on next week and be able to explain that whole deal to us as far as the 135 pound division is concerned. But Devin Haney is a guy that talks a lot. But he ain't fought nobody. And he's from my he's from my city, from San Francisco, California. So I gotta tell you, you know, I wish Devin Haney the best, man, but you gotta stop talking. Like Ryan Garcia sort of got you on that email title stuff. He sort of got you on that one, but you gotta step up. You gotta do something because he talks a good game. He looks like a good fighter. He's got Ray Leonard like hands. Maybe. Maybe I'm pushing a little bit there. But he's got Ray Leonard like hands, no doubt about it, okay? But if you don't fight, guys, nobody's going to know. And Devin Haney, of course, has got 
on the side of milk cartons. When's the last time he's fought? Last year, Yuri Gamboa, and he wasn't all that impressive. So today, Devin Haney, not getting the benefit of a doubt. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Next up, the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, in the house on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Till I met you, I'm nothing is certain. You offered me fruit from the tree. Just like the story of Adam and Eve. Perfect love was all that Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 That's 800-306-1760 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about Elite Rehab Placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 
That's 800-403-5912. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Time to bring in the retired HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant, as I have my production problems here in the studios. Nothing new here. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, of course. Coming to you live, of course, on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Larry Merchant in the house. Larry Merchant is in his apartment. Well, it's in the house. The house godmama. Um... We're both doing better and doing okay and getting around. And um, last weekend we had my granddaughter's wedding, and this afternoon or later this evening we're going to have a birthday party for her. You know, I had you on last week's show. You were gushing. I mean, after the wedding, you were gushing on Sunday. You were like, I, I couldn't. You were like on cloud nine. Um. Yeah. Or ten, eleven, or twelve. I was. Very high. We had a, an amazing wedding, and um, and to see my granddaughter, who got off to a not great start in life uh, for reasons I won't go into, mm-hmm. uh, and to see her mature and travel and go to colleges and become a professional and and now an entrepreneur running her own ice cream business with her husband. Um, it was very rewarding. You know, listen, I, I, speaking of ice cream, I just got back into training. You know, I refused to train during the heat, Godfather. So during the summertime, I put on a few pounds, uh, maybe about 12. So anyway, I'm, I'm back to running now, and I have to give up the ice cream for a while. Um, so what's, what's her ice cream brand real quick? Tell me. Well, uh, you can't get it on the West Coast yet. Okay. But it's called Bad Habit. <laughs> <laughs> See? Exactly the point. Bad Habits. Ice cream is a bad habit. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember one point in time, it wasn't ice cream, but it was just food. And we had a, a, a big, tall refrigerator. I think it was like in the early 80s. had to be the early 80s. And my mother put a lock on the refrigerator. She put a, cha- <laughs> she put a chain around the refrigerator. No, she put a chain around the It was like a bicycle lock, okay? So I come out like at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, going to rummage through the um, the refrigerator because like, I'm going to make weight the next morning. But you can cheat a little bit, though. And anyway, she put a lock on the machine. Anyway, enough of that. Um you and I talked about this a little bit, but, you know, when super fights are on the table and fighters don't take the super fights when they're there, stuff happens. Or in boxing, spit happens, and spit, in this instance, is spelled with an H. Um, the Tyson Fury-Anthony Joshua fight was considered like a mega, mega, mega fight. They were going to give him like a couple hundred million bucks to go to Saudi Arabia and do that. Now, this fight's done because they got greedy and wanted to sneak in one fight between. in between. Is that the way it went down in your mind? Um, I'm I'm not sure of what happened in all the negotiations and and such, but it's unfortunate that we live in an age where if a fighter loses a fight or two, that we want to throw him on the trash heap. 
Well, unfortunately, yeah, you got a point there. But, you know, here's what, and, and I'll bring this up too. You know, Joshua's a latecomer to boxing, much like Deontay Wilder. I, what I'm saying is when guys come into boxing, and I've seen it myself, when guys come into boxing late in their teens, there's something, sometimes there's something a little bit missing at the end. When they reach the pinnacle, or what should be the pinnacle of their careers, they come up a little bit short. Maybe it's not that they didn't have the, maybe it's, they don't, they didn't come with a boxing pedigree. Yesterday was just boxing 101 as Oleg Usyk just schooled Anthony Joshua. Well, um, he's the third Russian, Russian uh, heavyweight champion in recent times along with the Klitschko brothers. Mm -hmm. So there's some tradition being built up there and an opportunity to make the kind of money that uh, that was impossible in just doing it in Russia. So more good luck to him, and let's see if, if one of these big sluggers can, uh, can get him. Um, I think in the end it's... It's may the best man win. Good point. Tyson Fury and Ant Tyson Fury and, and Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder, another late comer to the game. Um, guy came in as a 2008 Olympic bronze medalist into the, into the pro game, but he started late in his teens. Is there something to what I'm saying? Yes. Or am I imagining things? In other words, guys. No, no, you're exactly right, and it happens most particularly among heavyweights because they either had dreams of playing different sports and finally they went to the gym in their late teens and uh, try to make it there and, and I think the end result is that uh, they don't see the punch coming. <laughs> or, 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 and if you don't see the punch coming, it lands harder than any other punch. So uh, I think it's true of Joshua it's, uh, um, maybe it's true of Wilder. I don't know. We'll find out in that next fight. Uh, but you, you're absolutely right that you can't learn to play the trumpet like Louis Armstrong if you start at 18 or 20. You can play, but you can't play like that. And uh, it's true of almost any form of art or entertainment. Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant got into a bit of a tiff this week and ended up with a couple of bruises under under Caleb Plant's eye, um, a little nick, a little cut. But the bottom line is the word mother ducker was used, and it wasn't exactly spelt that way, but mother ducker was used. And Canelo, um, in when it's translated, when mother ducker is translated, it comes back like it's against your mother. And that's sort of the way that Canelo took it, and Canelo cracked him right there at the press conference. Yeah, well, it must be... You know, part promotion, uh, part emotion. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, he is boxing superstar right now. As far as guys on the horizon, is does David Benavidez the only guy maybe at 168 that has a chance in the next year or so of ups, uh, of unseating the pound-for-pound pound king, do you think? I don't know. Uh, um, because of the slowdown in... Boxing is everything else during the pandemic. It slowed the process by which fighters had a chance to be exposed and explored. And um, but, but, so, you know, 
I'm willing to wait and see, but uh, I don't know that he's going to get the shot he wants. And um, is he the cat who who beat uh, Jamal? No, 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 no. Who was that? He, that was that was uh, that was another guy. That was I can't remember his name. But the bottom line is, at 168 pounds right now, of course, Canelo going to take on Callum Plant. That's going to be a big pay per view thing. In uh in, no- in November, they didn't fight in September because of contractual issues and money. Um, back to the super fights not happening. You know, there are fights out there that can be made. I mean, the Sp- Earl Spence could be fighting Crawford, doesn't it? And all these guys are basically avoiding each other. Godfather, and time is ticking. You're blaming the pandemic, but a lot of these guys are just reluctant. Well, um. And the answer is obvious. They've made so much money, so much more money than challengers did in the past, that uh, they don't feel compelled to go into the ring. And so managers want to make the fortunes that could support their families for generations and, and and promoters with all that money out there, tens of millions of dollars. And um, a lot of guys who weren't raised uh, um, in, in a money world um, don't know how to, re- how to play the game the way they used to, where it was... You play. You fight the best fighter. Um, in 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 modern boxing, uh, the object seems to be to steer away uh, from the best fighters, unless they uh, can make crazy. Crazy money for everybody. Okay, I'll bring up uh, bring up your former broadcast partner, the great Jim Lampley. Is he he was supposed to do that 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 thing with Trump last week, wasn't he? I didn't I, I didn't hear him on the broadcast, but wasn't he originally part of that? Uh, which fight? Do you I don't know whatever fight they had the Evander Holyfield fight wasn't wasn't Jim yes. Lampley supposed to do voice that? Yes. And he didn't do it, did he? He didn't do it because. He found out that uh, our esteemed former president, Donald Trump, was also involved in the uh, broadcast. You know, people say what they want about Lampley. Call him Lamps, call him which one, but I give him all the props in the absolute universe for that. I mean, some people, so I. Some people are listening right now probably clicking off the radio, turning off the Internet in the whole nine yards, but I give him a thousand million props for doing it, for standing up like that and being a man, no doubt about that. Talk about Jim Lampley, of course, and uh, Harold Letterman, the late Harold Letterman, and Larry Merchant, of course, they were the three guys that were on HBO for over 30 years together. Godfather, what do you have planned this week? Well, I have a birthday party to, that. to go to. I have uh, some doctor's appointments, okay. and uh, uh, I've, I've, I've designated New Year's as the time when I can dance again. 
You know what? I'm happy that you're up and rocking and rolling. Kiss the God Mama for me. Maybe not. Anyway, I know you're you're, you're um, emotional about that. But I love you both, and I wish you the best, and I look forward to talking to you next week, sir. I love talking to you, Pedro. The great Larry Merch in the Hall of Fame on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, 
right here on Sports Byline. Some Tower of Power there coming back from the break. Of course, that is What Is Hip? The uh, Basically, if you don't know what hip is, you're not hip. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. We take it across the pond, folks, and bring in Sir Kenneth Rainford, of course, boxing's greatest diplomat. And if you get if you get on the bad side of him, we'll turn Ernie Chavers against you. And you don't want the heaviest puncher in the history of boxing coming after you. Bottom line is, Kenny, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Pedro. Getting over the flu, but I'm I'm good. Okay, and, and Ernie celebrated his 77th birthday this week, didn't he? Uh, August 31st. Last August 31st, it was. Wow. So you still talk to him? I had him on the show a couple of years ago. What's he doing? I mean, what's retired life like for the hard? I mean, for the hardest puncher in the history of boxing. Well, obviously, up until COVID, two years ago, he was busy doing after dinner speaking and doing engagement, gym openings, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He was keeping real busy. And then the last two years, obviously, you know, there's been nothing coming through. He's uh, he's living in uh, West Virginia with his daughters, um, Tamara and Catherine. And he's just taking day by day, you know, just taking it easy. But, he, you know, he slowed down in the last two years because obviously – you know, he's been confined to barracks and, yeah. you know, he's he's not just not been busy at all apart from gardening and stuff. But he goes for walks and stuff. He's, he's good, yeah, yeah. You 77, know, you can't complain. You know, you and I still run and you've got a climate that you can train in all the time. I have a climate in California during the summertime. I didn't schedule too many fights. In other words, when they made me fight during the summertime, it was against my will. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it was, I didn't yeah. want to do it. I hate training in the heat, so... I haven't been training in the heat and it's cooling off now, so I'm back to running. Um, what's it like to have? What's I mean? Does it? Well, how's the hottest it gets in the UK? What's the hottest it gets? Well, well you know, you, you know, you, you can get you can get real, real, real warm weather sometimes. Not, I mean, generally, generally you're looking at about 70, 80 degrees is is a, is, a, is an average, uh, you know, midsummer temperature. You know, it can get up to ninety. I mean, the gym where I train at because it's got a tarpaulin roof on. When it's when it's warm outside, it can get to like hundred degrees inside the gym, and I love the heat. I love to train in the heat. Me, you, yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm down with heating up the gym. I'm not down with running in the heat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like a, it's just, ee, I hated it. And that's why I would get up at like a five o'clock in the morning. I remember training in Vegas one time, and Johnny Taco telling me, "Well, son, if you want to beat the heat, you got to get up and run at four thirty. I told him, "You yeah. must be out of your mind," and he was right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was right. Anyway, yeah. let's just switch gears. Let's talk about Anthony Josh, of course, the UK cat, 2012 Olympic gold medalist. Um, never, yeah. you and I, you've talked about this in the past. He was never a full dozen of a full dozen eggs, was he? Well, you know, I've been telling everyone for years and years. You know, I like Anthony Joshua. I've met him on many occasions. He's a nice guy, but the nuts and bolts of it is, he's a poor man's Frank Bruno, and that's it. I've been saying it for a long time. <laughs> There's just no one around. There's no one. Uh, you know, Deontay Wilder will knock him out. Tyson Fury will play with him. And Usyk just, I mean, I didn't think it was an exciting fight at all. And, you know, there was two two key moments in the fight, the last round, and I think it was the fourth or fifth, where Usyk stunned Joshua. You know, Joshua knows that he doesn't have the greatest chin in the world and he's, he's, he's business, business his, his way through the heavyweight title. But, but it was beautiful. It was boxing 101. I mean, it just was. Feints, jabs, feints. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. footwork, the whole foot feints, the whole nine yards. He put it all together. He, he, had, he had Joshua. He schooled him. Oh, without a doubt. And like you say, I love the head movement. The head movement is something, 
you don't see in any hate, any weight division now like that, you know. But you know, when I was watching that fight, I was watching the head movement. Joshua just didn't have a clue how to deal with it. I was imagining Joe Frazier, Jerry Quarry in front of him. Oh, my God, he would have got butchered. Yeah, he would have got butchered. You know, and, and Larry Merchant was on just a couple of minutes ago. We were talking about manufactured fighters. What I mean by manufactured fighters is that guys that court come into the game late. In other words, like Deontay Wilder, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, came into boxing in his teens. Joshua came into boxing in their teens. They don't have the pedigree. They didn't grow up with boxing in their blood. And there's something, there's something, and, and it creates a shortcoming in these guys. And when they reach the pinnacle, they fail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, without a doubt. So and, what, uh, you know, jo- jo- Joshua at two forty, he could he could have lost another ten or fifteen pounds and been a bit bit sharper, a bit sharper as well. He, he, I, and what's the thing with him going through metamorphosis each time he fights? It is different bodies each time. I mean, I'm not trying to say the guy's taking Flintstone vitamins or steroids or nothing like that, but every fight he's got a different body. I mean, is some is he not happy with himself? I don't know. I think he looks in the mirror and thinks that's what it's all about, to be honest with you. It's, just, it's not about physical presence. It's about your tools, what you've got, you know. Uh, I mean, Ken Norton and Mike Weaver had Adonis bodies, but they always trained to to be as trim as possible because they knew the trimmer they were, the faster they were, and the sharper they were. Hmm. Lawrence O'Coley fought last night a WBO Cruiserweight title over at KO winner in three rounds over DeLon Pravenick. Uh, it was 15 and 1 now with 12 KOs. At Cruiserweight, is he the heir apparent to Usyk? Yeah. Remember, remember the last time I was on the show, I told you to keep your eye out on him. Yeah. He, he's definitely, he's definitely the he's definitely the business, that guy. He he is definitely one to watch. Um, how often can, can you get it? Can you squeeze in another fight before the end of the year? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. If I was if I was Barry Hearn, Eddie Hearn rather, I'd be I'd be looking to meet the Usyk uh the Usyk rematch before Christmas. Why do I keep calling this guy Barry Hearn when it's Eddie Hearn? What's up with that? Yeah, well, it's his father. His father's <laughs> name is Barry Hearn. His father started matchroom boxing, yeah. and then Eddie's taken over the reins from him. Yeah. Hey, what's Frank Warren doing these days? Well, he's over in Vegas at the moment with uh, with uh, Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, waiting for the uh, waiting for the fight in a fortnight's time. Obviously, they had words on. Uh, they they had a press conference yesterday and. Tyson used some words that can't be repeated over the airwaves in a short message to Wilder. Um, he's got to be in his bonnet that Wilder keeps telling him he's going to kill him this time and do this and do that. The other, I just hope, I hope, you know, Tyson Fury's doing what he needs to do, which I'm told he is. You know, uh, to make sure, make sure he wins this fight. You know, you know, Frank Warren um, has been through some stuff. I mean, Mike Tyson beat him up, and I can't think of the. Of the guy that was the IBF champion, his name slips my mind right now. That Terry shot, Marsh. Terry Marsh that, that shot him. I, I mean, yeah. when, I, Terry Marsh shot him. When I cornered Terry Marsh on this in London, I cornered him, Kenny. On uh, we're, we're, we're at one of the med fights or something like that. So I cornered him. I took him aside. I said, "Listen, man, I'm not going to tell anybody. I, I, as God is my witness, I won't tell anybody. Did you shoot this dude? Because everybody says you shot this guy." And you're not saying anything like you didn't. And he goes, he gives me, he winks at me three times. He goes, I didn't shoot anybody. Yeah. So oh, of course I, he shot him. Of course he shot him. But Frank Warren got shot by him, and he got beat up by Mike, by Mike Tyson. Frank Warren's zero and two against fighters. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he, uh, he, there's been a few more that we don't know about that have uh, that have had Frank by the neck before now, you know. <laughs> uh, Callum Smith uh, made his debut at 175 with a, of course, the guy that, that lost it, 168 to uh, Canelo Alvarez. Now 28 won 20 kills. A quick winner by knockout over Len Castillo came in at 21 and 4. Is Callum Smith really 175 pounder or is he just looking for money? He's looking for money. He's looking for money. You know, for me, definitely, definitely, uh, no, no, not, not one seventy-five. Okay. Seven. And 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 another not to change on the show last night. I caught caught it just coming in from work. Uh, Ricky Hatton's son, um, for me, lost a blatant decision last night. Showed showed so much, uh, so many mistakes and faults and cracks in the armor. He's got to really get back to the uh, to the to the dressing room and and get his act sorted out because. Uh, Last night he did not look good at all, and for me he got beat by a, a losing fighter. Um, but somehow he got the decision. But you know, hopefully he can uh, take a long look at his performance and <clears throat> and work on uh, work on the many faults that I saw. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, a WBC judge went to uh, extremes. I believe from Arizona. I can't believe his, remember his name right now. But in the Oscar Valdez fight, I think he had it one seventeen, one ten for Valdez over the uh, the cat from Brazil, and everybody knows the fight was a lot closer than that. He apologized for that score on, on, on fight news in this night. Should these judges be held accountable? Should we just not use them anymore? I mean, Kenny, once these guys screw up once, why why give them a second opportunity? I don't understand it. You know, I really don't. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a very important call. It's a world title fight. You know, these these judges you know, need to get it right. They need to get it right every time. And I, I can't see how one judge can have massive dis- disparity in in scorecards as to another. I mean, you know, one of the classic uh, scorecards of all time for me was uh, when, when Larry Holmes won the title off Ken Norton. All three judges had one point in a 15-round fight. Mm-hmm. To me, that is professionalism. That tells me that they had no axe to grind with either fighter and they viewed the fight as they saw it and basically ended up in the 15th round. Two judges liked what they saw from Larry in the last 30 seconds and one judge liked what he saw from Norton in the first two and a half minutes. You right. know, and that's 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 what you call, you know, real professional scorecarding. Okay, let me put you on the spot. A, a, an anniversary came up of late. Larry Holmes and Michael Spinks, the first one. I was there. I didn't score it. I always thought it was like a lackluster fight on both on both guys' parts. But did, was Larry slipping at that point, Tom? Should Larry have just gotten aggressive, went out there and, and manhandled Michael Spinks? Yeah, well, as you know, you know, you're good friends with Larry and I'm good friends with him too. I, wa- I wasn't friends with him at that time. But when we were in training camp in 93, I asked him about that fight. And he said, Kenny, I just didn't turn up for the fight. He said, I just thought I was going to walk through him. He was a, a light heavyweight. Um, you know, if I'd have trained like I should have done for the fight, it would have been an easy fight. But it was my mistake. I still think Larry won the fight. Um, yeah, it was a close fight, but I thought Larry won it to make him go fifty. You know, um, but the the thing is, is uh, by his own admission, he just put Spinks down as being someone he was going to walk through, and he just didn't do that. You know, Spinks was a clever, clever fighter and. You know, he messed Larry about a bit and and, uh, and ruined the ruined the chance of Larry becoming 
are equaling Rocky Marciano's record of 49 and 0. Okay. You know, speaking of Larry Holmes, when he was the underdog, he came back and he beat Ray Mercer. Ray Mercer, I think, had beaten, beaten Tommy Morris at that point in time. But here Larry was. I was at the fight. Here Larry was. He was looking around. His contact lens fell out. And he was looking for yeah. his contact. Did you, did you remember that? Do you remember seeing that? Oh, what a performance. What a performance. And, you know, again, again, you know, Larry came along after Ali, and then he was followed by Mike Tyson. Let me tell you, Pedro, if if Larry would have got one or two tune-up fights, you would not have seen what happened to Larry the night he fought Mike Tyson. Never. Well, let's be honest. You know, that Mike Tyson was, was young, and Larry Holmes was 38 years old at that point in time. And, you know, I mean, you know, age... Age, listen, nobody beats Father Time. I mean, Vander Holyfield proved that a couple of weeks ago. Um, you got any advice for Vander Holyfield, uh, Kenny? I, I think you know Holyfield a little bit. You got any advice for him? He needs to retire, man. You know, I, you know, I can't knock any fighter for taking. I mean, I don't know what the numbers. I'm hearing different numbers. What he earns. Someone told me a million. Someone told me four million, five million. I don't know, but I can't knock a fighter for earning a living. You know, and and he wasn't going to get seriously hurt by that guy anyway. He just got me to look a fool, um, which he isn't. He's a great, great fighter and should be remembered that way. But my advice would be, unless you have to do it, Evander, just, just stay away from boxing. Straight up. Next week, when we talk, I want to get you on next weekend. We'll talk about Evander Holyfield and the fact that he used steroids. Does that take away from any of his greatness? Kenny Rainford? You are the greatest, sir. Um, as far as being a father is concerned, kiss your daughter. You're a great super dad. People don't know what a great dad you are, man, but congratulations to you as being a father and, of course, a great gentleman. Thank you, Sir Kenny Rainford. No problem anytime. Mr. Kenny Rainford, that's right, one of my knighted guys from the U.K. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Again. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Man, that is some old tower power going back to the early 1970s to get your feet back on the ground. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV, of course, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Hour number two, forthcoming after the biased news. Of course, we've got horrible news in this network, but the bottom line is after the news at the top of the hour, of course, in a couple of minutes, we'll spend some time with Oscar Valdez, the linear world 130-pound champion. He's also the WBC title holder, undefeated, of course, coming off the somewhat controversial win a few a fortnight ago. Was, of course, it was on ESPN+, Plus, coming to us from Tucson, Arizona. So we'll spend some time with the champ, see what's up with him. We'll ask him what's on his, uh, as far as predictions are concerned. It's always good to put... I like putting fighters on the spot, like who's going to win this, who's going to win that. And like they got personalities and, and they've got friends and, you know, so just put them on the spot. Let's see who he thinks is going to win the fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder and, of course, a couple other fights as well. So we'll have some fun in hour number two with uh, Oscar Valdez. Of course, open phone lines all around the planet. You can join me on the toll free if you'd like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. If you want to text us here in the studio, you can send us a text. The number, the studio text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, I guess the performance of the week has to go to the World Cruiserweight Champion, Lawrence O'Cooley. Of course, 17-0-14 wax. You know, Dylan Provotic wasn't the greatest fighter in the world, but the fact that he took him out in the way, the manner in which he did shows he's really superior at 200 pounds. Like Kenny said, Kenny said this about a year ago. He's the guy to watch. Obviously, he is the guy to watch now. I mean, he's not He's going to make it so you can't watch anybody else at Cruiserweight. Let's see what happens at 200 pounds with him in the future. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Check it live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. 37, make that 30. A pleasure now of a radio presence. Of course, send me live on Twitch.tv and WBC-TV live on Vive TV. Of course, straight up. Hour number two forthcoming. After the news, after the news, and we'll spend some time with Oscar Valdez, the WBC 130-pound champion. We'll also talk about some of the upcoming fights and the results of the previous weekend. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned. Oscar Valdez in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide after the news. It ain't easy to walk away with a man 
USA Radio News with Jeremy Scott. The $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill will be passed this week, says House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. We will bring the bill to before tomorrow for um, consideration. Speaker Pelosi on ABC's This Week. The bill includes funding for roads, bridges, high-speed internet, rail and transit, drinking water upgrades, and other priorities meant to shore up the nation's infrastructure. Texas Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez telling Fox News he's not so hot on the bill. The price of gas is going up, the price of eggs, the price of basic necessities is through the roof. At the end of the day, the spending is completely out of control. We have to stop somewhere because eventually the bill becomes due and it's going to come due in the form of higher taxes for everyone. The legislation was passed in the Senate last month with bipartisan support, 19 Republicans and every Democrat voting for it. You're listening to USA Radio News. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So, yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Four former Trump administration officials, including former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and strategist Steve Bannon, the subject of subpoenas. The select committee investigating the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol issued its first round of subpoenas Thursday, targeting close aides and allies of former President Donald Trump. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says he hasn't received one. You know, I, I haven't received any subpoena, but it just goes to show. This is more about politics than anything else. There's only two questions that this committee should actually be looked upon. Why was the Capitol left so ill-prepared, and how can we make sure that this never happens again? But that's not what they're focused on. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau. I'm Brad Bernards. Tragic news at the Padres baseball game on Saturday afternoon. Authorities say a mother and her two-year-old son fell from the concourse level six stories to their deaths, and it's being investigated as homicide. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A former Border Patrol chief says mounted officers did nothing wrong. And the photographer behind those images depicting Border Patrol agents on horseback apparently whipping people has this to say. Vice President Kamala Harris on Friday claimed that images of Border Patrol agents swinging long reins while interacting with Haitian migrants were reminiscent of the treatment of African Americans during times of slavery. Former Del Rio Sector Border Chief Austin Scarrow has a different take appearing on Fox News. I can't see any violation of law or policy. 
I see no one being whipped or strapped as the president and Secretary Mayorkas had stated. What I did see was a United States Border Patrol agent exercising his sworn duty to stop an illegal entry from occurring. The photographer told El Paso's KTSM things are not exactly what they seem when it comes to the photos. From certain angles, it appears to show Border Patrol whipping migrants, but photographer Paul Ratchey said he and his colleagues never saw agents whipping anyone. The Haitian men started running, running, trying to go around the horses, and that's kind of when the whole thing happened. I didn't ever see him whip anybody. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau. I'm Brad Bernards. A massive cloud of ash preventing flights in and out of the Spanish island of La Palma as molten rock continues to be flung high into the air from an erupting volcano. For USA Radio News. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I rode with him. I know what an idiot this guy is. Pedro Fernandez. Hey, Pedro, how you doing? And good evening to everybody out there listening to the show. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Austin imitated, but hardly duplicated. 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. When I say modest, I mean all in caps. Straight up, I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and an award-winning boxing artist. So supposedly, allegedly, I know a little bit about boxing, but guess what? I've always found out that you, the average fan, probably knows more. So I will open up the toll-free right now at the top of the hour, just for you. one 800 878 That's 1-800-878-7529. You can impart on the show if you like. That's your opportunity right there. If you want to shoot us a text here in the studio, the studio text line, that number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. We anticipate 
the uh, linear WBC 130-pound champion. I'm talking about Oscar Valdez, the undefeated lad. We expect him in about 10 minutes here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network if Skype goes right. Of course, we're having a great time rocking and rolling. If you miss hour number one, catch it in the archives, no doubt about that. It was one of our greatest hours. We've been doing this for 37, make that 38-plus years now. So we'll spend some time with Oscar Valdez in this hour. We'll also talk about probably the most canceled fight in the history of modern-day boxing. I'm talking about George Cambosis and Teofimo Lopez. They were supposed to fight in June. Then COVID took place. And then there was another cancellation. Wait, another cancellation. No, wait, I'm not done. And then three more cancellations. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. And then there came another. So there were six cancellations. Six postponements. Now they're going to do the fight October the uh, 16th at the Barclays Center. It was supposed to be in the garden, the felt form, the little, little Madison Square Garden Arena next to the big garden, but that's not going to go down on October 4th. That was a Monday night. Now they're going to fight October 16th. Bottom line is, do they know what they're doing at Triller? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free GetUpside Gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for a 25 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code CAR. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code CAR. That's C-A-R. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Oh, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash find. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. To. Uh, 82% of you will also know that I um live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, yesterday I was talking about the possible comeback of Andre Ward, the 2004 Olympic gold medalist, the son of God, SOG, call him what you want. But the bottom line is he is an angel. I mean, outside the ring, inside the ring, he is a gentleman. I've known him and his wife for like over 20 years, 25 years now. I remember when the kid lost that one fight at King's Gym over there in Oakland, California. He only lost one fight in his life. And it wasn't legit. Straight up, let's take it to Tucson, Arizona, and bring in the WBC Junior Lightweight Champion and talk about Mr. Oscar Valdez. How are you, sir? Oscar, you there? Okay, we'll try that one again. We'll try to reset on that one. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'm talking about Triller, of course, the six delays with uh, the six postponements of the George Cambosis and Teofimo Lopez fight. You know, why that many, you know, something's going on. This is like the jinx promotion of all time. Six, take that, six delays, six postponements. No doubt about that. Something's wrong. The WBC 108-pound title is on the line. And my Somuikos Yabuki is now 13-3 with uh, 12 KOs. He won uh, inside the distance over Kinshiro Tarahi, who's now 18-1. That was the WBC 108-pound title. He was a major underdog going into that fight. But, you know, underdogs win. This is like Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. You've got to have the fights. Is he ready to go? Oscar Valdez, are you ready to rock? Oscar. Why are we having problems? Why are we having problems? Um, yeah, my producer's throwing stuff at the wall in there. We'll try to get this right. We're connected and we're supposed to be rock and rolling. Have them call us on the toll free. Just give them the phone number and give, we'll have them call us on the phone. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide trying to do this Skype thing. Of course, Skype always makes a guest sound better. And that's why I try to have my guests on Skype. The Godfather Larry Merchant, we, we sort of give him a pass. We let him do whatever he wants because spending time with him, you know, whether it's on the phone, the cell phone. Cell phones used to be terrible doing talk radio. They were absolutely horrible. They're getting a little bit better, but, you know, they're flaky. And when you're talking to guys sometimes, like, you lose them, and, and then, you like, it blows in and it blows out, and you know what, know what's going on. So the bottom line is they'll try to hook things up with Oscar Valdez as I speak. So, so last night, some of the results, of course, that I was impressed with, Lawrence O'Coley, the uh, WBC, they go back to WBO, 200-pound champion. Of course, cruiserweight now is 200 pounds. They have a 224-pound division. Of course, the WBC does. And they call it the bridgeweight division. And I think this has been a, a long time in the coming because of the fact that there are guys that are heavyweights, but they're not heavyweights. I mean, last night, Six foot seven, or six foot six, or maybe six foot seven. Anthony Joshua weighed two hundred forty pounds. The guy that he fought that outboxed him weighed twenty pounds less. Now boxing was uh, at its was at a premium last night. In other words, it was just pure boxing one on one. 
Outside of that, it sort of exposed Joshua for what he is. As I said, a manufactured fighter. You can't come along and, like Larry Merchant said, you can't pick up the violin or you can't pick up the uh, the trumpet at the age of 18 and become Louis Armstrong in your lifetime. It's just not going to happen. I think that's happens. That's happening in the world of boxing, especially with heavyweights, no doubt about that. So we're trying to do the thing with Oscar Valdez as I speak, no doubt about that, folks. Michael Nunn, Michael Second Nunn, of course, out of prison. Uh, Michael Nunn is trying to put together a boxing career. He's like 53, 54 years old. I say give it up, man. Don't even think about it. He stayed, he, he stayed in relative good shape. I think he fought an MMA guy a few months ago. But, you know, I remember Mike, Michael Nunn. Bob Serkine was a uh, United States Amateur Boxing Federation official, a referee and a judge. And he, got, he saw Michael Nunn. He saw the, the potential of Michael Nunn. So when he takes Michael Nunn and he brings him to Dan Goose, who ended up signing him for 10 Goose Boxing. Of course, that was his promoter for the majority of his career, especially as a champion. Anyway, when he took him to Nunn, the first thing he told uh, Dan Goosen was, if you ever let him go back to Davenport, Iowa, it's going to be the end of him. There's just no doubt about it. And what happened after he retired, of course, he had a, a decent career, did some title offenses, and I think defended the title at 160, and I think he won a title at 168, I believe, as well. Knocked out Sambu Calumbay. I think that was, in, that was in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, that started the push session between him and Sugar Ray Leonard that I, yeah, I sort of initiated at, uh, at what was it, Botany's Disco? In, in Vegas, when I said, you know, Ray, why are you scared of why are you scared of uh, uh, Michael Nunn? I'm not scared of Michael Nunn. Well, people think you're scared of Nunn, Michael Nunn. Anyway, Ray went over there and got in his face. Of course, Ray Sugar Ray Leonard, the greatest welterweight of all time. I saw something on Lacus Lacus Cristal's Facebook page. That's the only one I really follow. I follow three sites. I follow one Facebook page on boxing. That's Lacus his mythical. Um, uh, Mythical boxing and predictions, that kind of good stuff. I follow that page, and I follow BoxingScene.com with Rick Reno, and I follow Carl Freitag's FightNews.com. Outside of that, I don't spend a whole lot of time on the Internet checking out boxing. I just don't. I mean, that's why I get the news. Bottom line is, we take it to Tucson, Arizona. We do have the champ on the line, I believe, Oscar Valdez. How the heck are you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good, man. Been a, been a, a tumultuous last couple of months. How you feeling after the fight? Well, you know, I'm feeling great. You know, I'm feeling blessed to have the opportunity to defend my title back in my hometown in Tucson, Arizona, and having my people be there. Um, not too happy with my performance. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't my best performance out there. But I'm, I feel happy. I feel, like I said, blessed that I'm with my family and enjoying the time and enjoying the rest and, you know, staying busy as well, thinking about the next, the next future. Were, were you bothered by all, uh, you were obviously bothered. How bothered were you by the pre-fight stuff regarding the substances in Nevada and WADA and all that kind of good stuff? Was, how, 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 how much did that bother you psychologically? It bothered me a lot. Uh, people don't have an idea how much that was bothering me, how, how was that stuck in my mind because, you know, you work so hard. I've worked so hard all my life, and I've always been a clean fighter, and over some mistake, you know, some some positive over some substance what I've never heard before, fentramine, um, came back positive and people don't have the time to to maybe just look look at the substance, see what it what this is and maybe believe my story as far as that I'm not a cheater, you know, I've never cheated, I've never I would never cheat in this sport of boxing. And, you know, the the discredit is the one thing that really hurt me, you know, I worked so hard for for you know, to have a good name, to have a clean name to to become a champion and leave a legacy to for my kids one day to look up to me and say, you know, my dad was a champion or my grandchildren look up to, to me and say I was a great champion. And over one mistake, you know, 
people take all that credit away. So, you know, it was very hard for me. But, you know, you just, there was just no other option but to go through it and fight and do my best. The Brazilian was a formidable foe, no doubt about that. His jab, he had a great jab, decent combinations, no doubt about that. You know, somebody asked me, did showboating hurt him? Did he showboat too much, this and that? Did you think Did you think he was showboating on you? Um, he did showboat, but I think it's part of the game. It doesn't, it doesn't really bother me, the, the showboat. I mean, the, what, what really kind of bothered me the, was, um, you know, the fans want to see a great fight, and sometimes you got to risk in there, in the, in, the, in the ring, you know. So that's why, you know, I was a little upset inside the ring. I wasn't upset with him. I was more upset with myself because, you know, I was trying to give the fans what they want, which is a great fight. I was truly, really trying my best to, to, to be myself. But something about that fight, I just didn't feel well. I was, I was, I was completely off. And, you know, some, something just kept on bothering me during the fight. Was, I, I could just tell I wasn't 100% me that night. You, you, you talked about being great this night. Sugar Ray Leonard told me one time we were running in Florida. I said, Ray, how, what, what, what's the difference between a good fighter and a great fighter? He said, a great fighter is a fighter that's willing to gamble. Yes, sir, and, 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 that, and I agree with that. You know, we, you know, you're willing to take, to great, take great shots. And someone who I admire a lot, like Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, he took the big challenges out there, the big, the big fight, and he doesn't care. He didn't care who he fought. He just gave it his best. There was, there was no ducking on his side. So that's something that I always admire. Those type of fighters, they gambled and they risked everything inside the ring. And, you know, you know that's something that we also, uh, as myself, I've always tried to do, you know, fight the best and give my best in there and risk everything for, for the fans to enjoy a good night in boxing. Okay, time to put Oscar Valdez on the spot as far as upcoming fights are concerned and predictions. You ready to go? Yes, sir. George Cambosis and Teofimo Lopez, both guys are undefeated. What happens and why? Cambosis is a great fighter, but I don't see nobody beating Teofimo Lopez in the 135 division. Teofimo Lopez is a, is a beast. He's an animal. And he's a... Uh, I can see that fight. I can see uh, Teofimo Lopez winning by, by a knockout. I don't think that fight will pass more than seven rounds. Okay. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are going to fight a third time. I don't know why. I thought the first two fights were pretty convincing. Any, w w what's Oscar's take on that? Probably the same as yours. You know, um, I think the, uh, Tyson Fury left it a little bit clear the first two fights that he's the best in that division. And I think the, it wouldn't be any different in the third fight. You know, I think I, I could see Tyson Fury. Winning by a knockout. Okay. Shakur Stevenson and Jamal Herring are in a fight, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Who are you taking in that one? It's going to be a great technical fight, a chess game. They both have similar styles, softball, tall softballs. But I have a, I, I'm, I'm heading a little bit over to, towards Shakur. I think Shakur has a little bit more, just more skills, has a young, uh, has, a, has the use, the age on his side. So I guess I, I see uh, Shakur Stevenson winning that fight. But Oscar, he doesn't step up. He's another guy. He won't gamble. He doesn't throw the hook. You and I know to throw the hook, you have to gamble because it takes a while to get there. Sometimes you get beat by a right hand. Sometimes you get beat by a, by a jab. Though both those punches can beat the hook usually. But he's a big hooker. Yes, and like you said, I think you got to take big risks. And uh, I think the, 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 the ones who risk more will be Jermaine Herring. But that might also be a mistake inside the ring when you're fighting someone like Shakur Stevenson, who's not going to risk a lot, but he, every, every mistake you make, he's going to pick him up, counterpunch you. 
It might be a, a slow fight, uh, 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 not too entertaining fight because they're both very technical fighters. But like I said, I thought I had uh, I'm heading over for Shakur to win that fight. Yeah, so Shakur's going to win with one twos, one twos, one twos all night. He doesn't throw the three, four, and five. Don't great fighters throw bunches and bunches? Yeah, as you just said yourself, great fighters do that. Great fighters, like I think Shakur Stevenson will be uh, one of those fights where he just throws a little bit of punches but just does just enough to win the fight. As a fan, you know, people want to see great fights. People want to see risk. They want to risk it all inside the ring. They want to see knockdowns. But I, I don't I don't believe that fight will go through a knockdown. I don't believe that fight will, will turn out to be a, a war. It will be a very technical fight. But like I said before, I think Shakur Stevenson will, will, do, will just do enough to win the fight. Even it doesn't matter if it's just one jazz or one twos. But he will just do whatever it takes to win. Okay, your stable mate Canelo Alvarez, once beaten super middleweight champion of the world, takes on Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant talks a little bit of smack. Caleb Plant may have dug himself a grave, huh? Yes, sir. I believe so, man. Um, um, the, the, the press conference, you know, it really showed that, that Canelo wants to hurt him now. He wants to hurt him because you never, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I heard, I, I, I believe I've seen uh, uh, Caleb Plant talk about uh, his, his mother. No, no. And, what happened you know, was Caleb Plant called him a mother ducker. You know what I'm talking about. And for, oh, okay. And when Canelo translated it, it was like your mother's a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. So, so Canelo uh, misinterpret that, but it's still fair. You know, Canelo just got mad at the moment, heat of a moment. But even, even if it wasn't no, no, no smack talking, you know, uh, uh, Canelo is just an animal in that division. You know, I, I don't see nobody beating him in that division. He's just a uh, he's a gym rat, very disciplined fighter, the uh, disciplined person who I admire because he always stays in the gym. Doesn't matter who I fight, he wins. He will always come back to the gym and stay focused for the next fight. So I can see Canelo not beating him, but also knocking him out. Okay, what's next for Oscar Valdez? Well, there's a couple of things where I, will, I want to do. You know, one of my biggest goals in, in, in the sport will be considered one of the best fighters, Mexican fighters out there. You know, being one of that list in the list of the great champions like Salvador Sanchez, Julio Cesar Chavez, Juan Manuel Marquez, Marco Antonio Barrera, Finito Lopez, all these fighters have something in common. They all went up divisions and they all defended the titles several times, multiple times. So that's something that I want to do. You know, I want to defend my title as much as I can. Hopefully, you know, I can, I, I, in the next year, so maybe the next year, or maybe two years or three years, whatever it is, maybe think about going up to, to 135 to look for another world title or championship in, in another division, if it's possible. And just, you know, look, look, look for greatness. You know, where right now, I'm looking out for the winner of Jermaine Harry and Shakir Stevenson. I think that's a very interesting fight for the fans. Uh, the fans have been asking it for, asking for a while. So if they put that on the line, well, definitely I will have to take it. Uh, I also hear people want to see a rematch with, with Rob Sutton, so if they want that, that can also happen. And there's great fighters in the, in the division at 130. You know, once you got fighters like uh, like uh, Joseph Diaz, you know, mm -hmm. and you got, you, you got, there's a lot of great names out there, you know, in the 130 division. You got Rene Alvarado, and you got the other champion, if I'm not mistaken, the, the Venezuelan, uh, I forget his name. But, but, you're, but you're the man. Of, of, but right now you're the man at 130, and we wish you the best. I, I thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank your publicist for me, Claudia. She's a sweetheart. No, she is. She is. And I want to thank you for the time, and you know, thank everybody out there who's been showing some support because there's been some rough times out there. You know, last couple of weeks, 
got rough with all this all this uh, positive thing that really just I really want to clear my name because like I said it I said it before and I've always say you know, I'm not a cheater I would I would never cheat and um that's just it, you know. All people right, out there, thanks for support. All right, do me a favor, come. Do me a favor, come back in two weeks. We want to talk to you in a couple weeks, okay? We'll, we'll do anytime. You just invite me, I'll be here. We'll get the Skype together. Oscar Valdez, undefeated world linear champion, 130 pounds. He is a man at 130. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760 That's 800-585-4760 It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. If you're into collectibles, there's only one way to go, and that's with Andy Maddock. You can get in touch with Andy by calling him at 805-657-0533 or by going to andybuyscards.com. Whether you're interested in buying or selling any kind of collectible, it's time to get in touch with the one and only Andy Maddock. Call Andy at 805-657-0533 or go to andybuyscards.com. That's AndyBuysCards.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. 
When you get beaten within an inch of your life, you usually don't come back. And I'm talking about Brian Ortega, of course, a Mexican-American kid out of East L.A. He was undefeated in the world of mixed martial arts. They put him in a fight with Max Holloway for the world or the UFC 145-pound title, which is our featherweight title, which I thought was a good fight at the time. I and mean, he was a formidable challenger. He was ready to step up and take the challenge. But he got beat early. And then was when he got beat early, he got cut early and he got damaged early. And obviously, he wasn't coming back. And he kept getting beat more and more and more. And it's just got more punishment and more punishment and more punishment. And it went on for like four rounds. I said to myself, you know... They need to stop this. I'm throwing stuff at the TV. Nobody's listening to me. I'm screaming at the TV, at the internet. Come on, stop this fight. They didn't stop it because I could see the carnage was not just, you know, your typical fight. In other words, this guy wasn't just going to lose a fight and go home the next day and, like, be okay. He was going to be rummy for a while. He just was never going to be the same. You could tell from the beating he was taking, the forearms. I mean, just when you get hit like that and you get hit like that flesh and you got super huevos, in other words, you got the intestinal fortitude of a, of a, of a lion, of an elephant, you're not going to give up. Absolutely no way, no how. And that was Brian Ortega. So Brian Ortega gets almost beaten within an inch of his life by Max Ortega. And the corner man didn't stop the fight. That's right, his trainer didn't stop the fight. Of course, he's changed trainers, I think, since then. But his corner didn't stop the fight. The referee didn't stop the fight. And the doctor didn't stop the fight. The three entities that are supposed to look out for the fighter's well-being weren't there to protect him, okay? And I said to you a long time ago, Brian Ortega, may he rest in peace. How can you say that? He's like 21, 22 years old. How the hell, 23 years old. How the hell can you say that? He's the brightest prospect in MMA. Not after that beating from Max Holloway. Listen, this is not, this is not golf. This is not even boxing. This is like death fights, death matches. And people laugh when I say that. Oh, no, 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 no. They are. You can't get kneed in the head and choked out and get kicked around and, and be, you know, have your, have, have your lights go out. That's, you get concussed. You're concussed. Okay? These guys are suffering multiple concussions during MMA fights, and it's allowed to continue. If it was a boxing match, you'd be able to see this in between, and the referees, hopefully, or the referees, the doctors, things like that, would step up and do their thing. The only athletic commission I've seen of late that has any huevos, per se, is the California State Athletic Commission. Of course, they're the ones that put off. They were, they were going to try to do the, uh, the, uh, the Vander Holyfield <laughs> Vitor Belfort exhibition. Of course, it was supposed to be Oscar De La Hoya and Vitor Belfort. Oscar De La Fishness. Can you imagine what would have happened to Oscar the cross-dresser, cross-dresser had he stepped in the ring with Vitor Belfort? Because Vitor had his number. Vitor had his number. That's why Oscar didn't fight in that fight. Larry Merchant, now number one, sort of alluded to the fact that the pay-per-view numbers weren't there and, and there wasn't any money to pay Oscar and that kind of good stuff. So, no, no. It was the fact he was going to get his head handed to him. He was going to get destroyed. Put it this way. If there was a, if there was a way I could have bet on that fight, I was going to bet on Vitor Belfort. I mean, come on, man. He's like a 205-pound athlete in his prime going to fight a welterweight. Size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. Oleg Usek is the exception to the rule with Anthony Joshua last night, okay? But for the most part, size matters, no doubt about that. But straight up, got to admire the boxing last night of Oleg Usek. I mean, the fact that he was able to faint and faint both sides and this, that, and Joshua kept going for it and going for it and going for it. It's like, I know you don't, most of you don't know boxing per se, or you don't ever box, but feigning somebody and feigning them is even, sometimes feigning them out of position and getting them to go for it is better than cracking them with a punch. I just tell you, because hey, I got you, I got you. I mean, you're, you, you know, I'm getting you to do things. Anyway, that, those feints last night from Oleg Usyk, they were just like, 
I was like blown away by it. From the first round on, the fact that he employed a southpaw stance to his advantage, and he was right in front. He was right in front of Joshua. It wasn't like he was running away from Joshua and, and you know, doing angles on him. And most of the time, he was standing right in front of Anthony Joshua in the 2012 Olympic gold medals. The failure that he is as a heavyweight pugilist simply failed. He just did. I mean, I gave him all kinds of credit, way too much credit. And then he got knocked out by Andy Ruiz. Come on. And then, of course, he beat Andy in the rematch fighting like a girl. He fought like a girl in that rematch. I mean, clutch, grab, this and that. I mean, he made, made Jake Paul He made Jake Paul look like the world heavyweight champion in that fight with that rematch with Andy Ruiz. He just did. You know he did. Andy Ruiz is what I call him. Of course, he's come back since then and had that one fight. But Andy Ruiz, will he ever really be a seriously heavy, serious heavyweight contender again? No, but he'll be a guy. I don't think he will be. But he will be a guy that some champion won't be able to fight in the next couple of years that will be able to make some money from. He's a former heavyweight champion. They're going to market him as the former heavyweight champion of the world. Outside of that, I don't think the Canelo connections are going to do anything for Andy Ruiz. In other words, it's got to come from within, and I don't think it's there. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming up, we're going to spend some time with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson on this, Mike Tyson on that, Mike Tyson in your face. Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 
Again, that's 800-449-1759. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, right here on Sports Byline. This is my favorite part coming up right now. I can feel it, but I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Hang out here all day and just, and just watch the tiger run around. Then what are you gonna do? Um, just keep him, breed her. I wanna have children with her. As part of my tough stance on immigration, Taco Tuesdays will be changed to Pizza for Thursday. And what I say, your guys got, it doesn't affect you guys because your guys don't care about nothing but money. So every now and then I kick your f- and stomp on you and put some kind of pain and inflict some kind of pain on you because you deserve to feel the pain, somewhat of the pain that I feel. I don't care about living or dying. I'm not no, I'm, I'm a dysfunctional mother There were reports, Mike, that you were out partying in Vegas. Is that, in fact, the case? This is not true. This is not true at all. Um, one day I went out one day because, you know, sometimes you train, you just went crazy and bored, and I went to a strip club because... And I gave him a dancer a lap dance, but um, you gave her a lap dance. Yeah, that's just what I do. I like to do what I want to do. You were aware of what you were doing when you bit his ear. Also, I had, I was fighting for my life at the time. I may like Fonny King more than other people. It's just who I am. I sacrificed so much of my life. Can I at least get laid? You know what I mean? I've been robbed of most of my money. Can I at least get a? I fear him not even a little bit. What's wrong with this guy? I can't wait till the 28th. I'm going to make you my girlfriend. Let me tell you something, you. You're sweet. I'm going to make sure you kiss me good with those big lips. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Mike, you, you genuinely seem looser now than I, I've ever seen you. Um, what do you attribute that to? You just had it with all the all the BS. Um, probation officer. <laughs> Is that really the only reason? You, you just seem like you're enjoying it more than you ever have. Yeah, I'm having a ball. Having a Thank ball. you. And he's kind of big. He makes me nervous without his gloves and his shorts on. So if you ever try to intimidate me again, I'm gonna implant a bullet in his motherfucking skull. Cause I'm in pain. I want them to see pain. I want their kids to see pain. Lennox Lewis. I want his kids to. Oh, daddy. Are you okay, Dad? Yeah, I don't care about them because they don't care about me and my kids. So I'm um, getting in the ring, getting my hands on the guy. What do you suspect Orla Norris to do? 
Um, get knocked out. Are you going to be more diplomatic in the future? Are you going to lose some of this anger? No, I need respect. If you show me respect and stop writing trashy articles about me, then I'll show you respect. I was telling the rip. I said, rip, you know, he's trying to bring him on. He got rough with me. I got rough back. He talking more than I did. It's some bad thing doing that for them. That's a white whip. Kill you. Are you talking out of turn? No, I think we're all talking together. I normally don't do interview with women unless I fornicate with them. So you shouldn't talk anymore. Unless you wanna, you know. I don't know anything about that. I don't know nothing about numbers. I used to know what I can do. How about kill this mother? Okay. Um, pressure, hook into the body. It's a lot of punches that we worked on, a lot of punches. Just punch him. He's uh, apparently going to stand right in there and I don't punch. Know what he's going to do, but whatever he plans on doing, I'll be prepared. I ain't doing it. No, 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 it feels me. I mean, I'm never gonna f these girls because if I don't f them the day before the fight or something like that, I'm never gonna see them again. So I just really don't. But the beauty couldn't change, couldn't train the beast, <laughs> and he ate her. That man, come on, that's real white to make you look like um a evil black monster. Mike Tyson and all his uh, beautifulness unplugged, baby. I was Mike Tyson unplugged, no doubt about that. I was mentioning Brian Ortega a little bit earlier in the show, the Mexican-American kid, now a twice-beaten fighter from uh, East L.A., of course, an MMA fighter. I talked about him being possibly like the golden boy of MMA. I thought he was going to be the Oscar De La Hoya of MMA. He just had to be handled right. You didn't need to put him into a fight. In other words, once he was getting beat on by Max Holloway, it was time to stop the fight. Nobody stopped the fight. Anyway, last night, he fought uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, who beat Max Holloway the first time, and when the rematch had a very controversial win over uh, Max Holloway on points, um, but the bottom line is Volkanovsky soundly beat Brian Ortega last night, five rounds zip. In fact, he made a, it was like 50 to 44 on some of the scorecards, six points. In other words, there was one round which was so, defi- so, so decisive that the judges scored it 10 8 for, um, for Volkanovsky. So, in other words, Brian Ortega took another terrific beating, a horrific beating. Hopefully, he can go off and do his thing other than do something other than that. he doesn't need to be fighting anymore. Speaking of upcoming fights, Chris Eubank Jr., of course, the son of the former 168 pound champion, the guy from the US, uh, WBO champion, of course. 168 and 175. He wore a monocle. You know what a monocle is? People on TV, I'm holding my hand up. It's like when you wear it, it looks like a one eye glass. He wore a monocle for a while. I'm kidding you not. Chris Eubank Sr. Anyway, Chris Eubank Jr. going to take on Zen Elbert. That's going to be on the zone October the 2nd. Take that back. Sky Sports. Sky Sports probably, probably doing their last thing. I think they signed a, a deal with Bob Arum. But as far as um, Anthony Joshua was concerned, that was his last fight last night with Oleg Usek. And of course, that takes care of the Sky Sports contract. And He's out on his own because if he doesn't want to take the rematch up, what does he do? Bottom line is he probably gets beaten in a rematch if they fight again. Oleg Isak probably beats Anthony Joshua 10 times if they fight 
10 times. Eubank and uh, Elber is going to go October 2nd on Sky Sports. Miguel Vasquez, the former WBC champion, Oliver Flores is going to hook it up at 140 pounds. It's coming to us from Monterey, Mexico, October the 2nd as well. That will be on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Of course, October 4th, it was supposed to be at the Garden, outside the Garden, the Felt Forum. That's that little building next to the Madison Square Garden Arena, the big arena in New York City. It's called the Felt Forum, all kinds of FedEx Arena, all kinds of names. Bottom line is, now they supposedly move the fight to October 19th at the Barclays Center in New York. So you tell me what's up with that, I don't know. Anyway, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are going to go October the 9th. Of course, that's going to be on Fox Sports pay-per-view and ESPN pay-per-view. Would I, would I recommend you spend the money on that one? It's going to be a heavyweight title fight. Anytime Deontay Wilder fights, it's usually... You know, must-see TV because he either goes down in flames or he puts somebody or he fl- burns somebody up. It's one or the other. It's do or die with Wilder. I think it'll be die this time around, but we sort of get to re- uh, probably. But Larry Merchant said it one time about uh, John Ruiz. Probably the last time we'll get to see John Ruiz. We'll have to see John Ruiz. This is probably the last time we'll have to see Deontay Wilder. I kid you not. Unless he scores that magic punch, I don't think it's going to happen. Tyson Fury, him and Anthony Joshua had that fight taken place. Good Lord. Good Lord, the, the Bobbies, you know, those English cops, they'd have, they would have arrested, they'd arrested Ty, uh, uh, Tyson Fury right there before he got out the ring for domestic violence, beating up on Anthony Joshua that bad. He would have annihilated Anthony Joshua. It wouldn't have been close. Good Lord, that would have been sad, no doubt about that. But then again, the fraud that he was, he turned out to be a fraud because if you're not a pedigree, if it doesn't come up, if it's not in your blood, in other words, if you're a basketball player and you decide you're going to go box at the age of 18, it don't work out that well. Believe me, it just doesn't work out that well. Yes, there are maybe an exception to the rule here and there, but for the most part, they fall flat on their face when it comes to the, their position at the pinnacle, the top. Anyway, Emmanuel Navarrete, remember him? I was real hot at him at 122 and 126. Of course, he's going to go with Joette Gonzalez. That's going to come to us from San Diego, California. ESPN, that's October 15th. The 16th, Huey Fury. That's going to be on Sky Sports. He is the brother of Tyson Fury. He can't fight much. He's taking on Christian Hammer, who can't fight much either. So these two guys go. And it's Saturday, October 16th, heavyweight fight on Sky Sports. Mikey Garcia coming back. Mikey has a fight, I think, since the Earl Spence fight. Outside of that, I really don't want to see Mikey fight anymore. Mikey's boring. Mikey says he's a complete fighter. He's this, he's that. Bottom line is he don't want to hook it up with Teofimo Lopez because Lopez would hand him his lunch. Anyway, he's going to take on Sandor Martin. That's going to go down October 16th. That's going to be on the zone coming to us from Fresno, California. Outside of the upcoming fights, Jamal Herring, of course, and the aforementioned Shakur Stevenson fight. Oscar Valdez talked about that in depth. 10.30 p.m., 7 o'clock out here in the West, 7.30 in the West, ESPN from the State Farm Marine, Atlanta, GA. Jamal Herring, an underdog to Shakur Stevenson. Stevenson considered a, a, a beautiful prospect, considered the complete package. This is what guys tell me. But if he doesn't, if he just goes one, two, and an occasional three, does that make him the complete package? The complete package is the guy that's going to sit down there, whether he can punch or not, he's going to sit down there and throw four or five shots plant his feet into the canvas. Can Shakur Stevenson plant his feet into the canvas and generate any power? That's why I think he doesn't want to throw the third and the fourth and the fifth punch. That and the fact he doesn't have the chin. I don't think his chin's there. I think he's worried about his chin. If he wasn't worried about his chin, he'd be gambling a little bit more. When you don't gamble early on. In other words, you know, you saw Ryan Garcia gamble against Luke Campbell. He got loose and got knocked down. 
got up. First time he ever been knocked out in his entire life. He said it was a learning lesson for him, okay? Uh, I think a lot of learning lessons of that can be happening. Shakur Stevenson, he might get dropped against Jamel Herring, but at the end of the day, Shakur is a little bit better than Herring. So I would say Shakur Stevenson probably wins that. Oscar Valdez is right. October 23rd on ESPN. Guess who's back? Dillian White. Why is this guy still fighting? He's like, gets me. My, my The most unfavored heavyweight, he comes to us from the U.K. He's going to fight on the zone October 30th against Otto Wallen. Otto Wallen uh, did real well a couple years ago, I think, against Tyson Fury. Outside of that, eh, who cares? And, of course, the six, the king of boxing. The king returns. Once beaten, Canelo Alvarez will be 54 and one, something like that, taking on Calla Plant. Calla Plant undefeated. All Calla brings to the dances that undefeated Mark and the fact that He's got a WBA belt, and, you know, Canelo wanted all the belts. It was some type of, of uh, he had to have the belts. It's a belt collection. He wanted to have all the belts, even though the Ring Magazine belt, the linear title, probably counts more than the other belts. But the bottom line is he has all the belts. He wants his last belt, this WBA belt. Of course, Caleb Plant has it. He brings an undefeated record into the, uh, into the dance. That and the, that and the belt is all Caleb Plant brings to the dance. He's going to get lit up like the White House Christmas tree. Mm. And especially after the bad blood that, you know, you, you don't need to put. Listen, if you're going to get beat up, here's a good thing. Don't piss the guy off that's going to beat you up. When there's a good chance he's going to beat you up, don't antagonize him. It just makes it worse. In other words, I think he'll, he'll punish Caleb Plant before putting him away. This is the way it's going to be. Caleb, you're going to make a lot of money, but guess what? You're going to have to earn it. So Canelo Alvarez, uh, decided favorite, probably about a three and a half, four to one favor of a Caleb Plant. That's probably not enough. Probably five to one is what it should be. Uh, David Benavides taking on Jose Uzakintai. I think I said that right. Take that back. I think I said that right. Uzakintai. Anyway, Mauricio taught me that name, I think. David Benavides, the undefeated lad. Of course, soon coming to us um, from a uh, Mexican-American lad. Undefeated, former WBC super middleweight champion, 168 pounds. Lost that title on the scale. Had some cocaine problems. You know, when you have coke problems, coke is no joke. It's just, it's just not. It's not. Besides, cocaine isn't even cocaine anymore. They keep busting guys with cocaine, and they find out his speed. I keep looking at these police reports where, like, they bust massive amounts of cocaine. Most of it's speed. So they aren't even snorting cocaine anymore. Anyway, uh, Benavidez had a coke problem. Says he doesn't anymore. Still undefeated. Taking on Jose Uzzacantai. That's going to go down November the 13th. This fight has been canceled, postponed a couple times. It's going to go down from the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona on Showtime. I'd like to go down there and see that one. It's a Saturday, November the 13th. Coming to us from Phoenix, Arizona. Tim Zhu, the son of uh, Kostya Zhu, the former world junior welterweight champion. Taking on Takeshi Inouye. That's going to go down on uh, November 17th. That's come to us from Australia, obviously. They have not announced a TV date and a TV network. And November the 20th, Terrence Crawford... The unwilling participant. He didn't want to fight Earl Spence. He just didn't want to do it. I got to have 60%. I got to have 60%. Why? Just make it 50-50. Or guess what? 50-50 or 50-50 and you do a 55-45. The winner gets 55. The loser gets 45. Do something like that. Have an incentive. Show you want the fight. Show you want to have the super fight. But Crawford doesn't want to have the super fight. No, he doesn't. He's from Omaha, Nebraska, the boxing hotbed of the world. Not. He couldn't sell 8,000 tickets in Omaha if they charged 20 bucks a head. He don't sell tickets. Bob Arum talked about that. Hector says he's a great fighter. Everybody, uh, Johnny Sig says he's a great fighter. Everybody says that Terrence Crawford's a great fighter. I don't see it. I just don't see it. Because in order to be a great fighter, you've got to fight great fighters. Who's the greatest I ever fought? 
nobody. He's never fought a great fighter in his life. Talk about Terrence Crawford. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 hey travelers Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Everyone said, I wish I was in your shoe. I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the That's tenth right. of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. Riddick Bowe. Former heavyweight champion, 43-1 and as a professional. Don't ask me why he's only lost that one fight to Vander Holyfield, 
Andrew Galata beat him down not once but twice. Bottom line is, Bo was talking about a comeback at the age of 53. He's like 400 pounds. I kid you not. He's 400 pounds. He makes Wilfredo Gomez look slim. And Wilfredo's weighing like 250, 260. He used to fight at 122. Anyway, Big Daddy was big fat. Anyway, they pulled him from the card after the embarrassment put forth by Evander Holyfield a fortnight ago against Vitor Belfort. Now think about this. If Vitor was able to hit Evander Holyfield and throw that little combination against Evander Holyfield, a, a bigger guy. I mean, think about this. When's the last time, when is the last time a heavyweight replaced a welterweight in a fight? That's what happened there. Evander Holyfield replaced Oscar De La Hoya. Look at the difference in size there. And you, may, you, th- you think that, Evander, that uh, Oscar was able to contend with Vitor Belfort? No way, no how. Josh Taylor and Jack Catterall, of course, are hooking it up December the 18th. That'll be on Sky Sports. The same day, coming to us from across the pond, that'll be in Glasgow, Scotland, and, and uh, Manchester, the UK, Derek Chisora and Joseph Parker in a rematch. Joseph Parker is the biggest disappointment. I know he's New Zealand's biggest guy, but the bottom line is he is one big, big disappointment as a heavyweight contender in my mind. Anyway, you've been listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Speaking of the WBC, the World Boxing Council, you can check out their interactive website at WBCboxing.com. I want to thank the WBC 130-pound champion, Oscar Valdez. I want to thank Larry Merch. I want to thank my, my man, Sir Kenny Rainford. I want to thank Mike, my producer, who I just threw a pen at across the window there across the room. The bottom line is the one, the only, the incomparable Scott Cuddy puts us together. How he does it, I don't know. Straight up, thank you so much for listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs>